Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we want to thank everyone who is joining us via Facebook Live and Periscope. We want to thank all of our listeners and now watchers. We're going to continue to try to uh, bring you live content every week, Tuesday mornings, Thursdays, and then Saturdays as well. And also Saturday evenings. We're up against Saturday Night Live now. It's at midnight. And we're killing them. We are killing them. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Trump. (laughs) um, Today, uh, we are celebrating uh, just being alive, to be honest with you. I'm turning 40 years old today. I am 40, which is just crazy to think about. Um, And I'm so grateful, so grateful for the opportunity um, and for the opportunities that God has given me in my life. Um, I can't tell you how much, um, how happy I am and how incredibly blessed I am. So also, it's never good. Um, in all seriousness, when you have a birthday, when there's been a terrorist attack, obviously our prayers are with the people in Brussels and all of those who were affected, the families who lost lives. It's a terrible tragedy, and I hate that it even um, is near my birthday, but regardless, our prayers are with them. Um, So today we actually are doing something that we don't normally do, and we're going to tackle a variety of subjects. Um, We're going to talk about housing. We're going to be talking about our community. Um, We're going to be talking about our shows that are coming up. We have some fantastic shows that we're going to deliver to you. And are they going to be the best shows that we've ever done? Probably so, actually. (laughs) Um, They're going to be incredible um, coming up very soon. Um, And we are really um, excited about two things. Number one, Mark, I'm excited about being able to add this new live feature to our show. I think that it's going to really um, help us to archive the videos and be able to give people the opportunity to ask questions and interact with us and we have to kind of get it going a little bit because it's not exactly smooth sailing well and plus uh video might kill the the whole show (laughs) (laughs) this is true this is true because mark has a face for radio so we're we're trying to work that out to have it come through do you know do one of the half guys like on uh, (laughs) tim allen's show exactly um, but so that's going to be something that we'll hopefully bring to you guys, and, and we're going to add that as a part of our show. Um, and we'll have the show up. We can also embed the show into our um, into our website. I did that last week. As and it a works. Fact. Yeah, it works yeah. very good. So that's perfect. And, and for those of you who are out there that who are technology-driven and try to bring fresh content out, you know, Periscope and Facebook Live, they're two different um, platforms, and um, we would love to know your recommendations and what you're doing, what you're seeing, and um, what you think is uh, a best um, way to go forward for that type of content. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, Mark, I want to start w- with getting excited for everybody about our shows that we're going to be having coming up into the near future, because we have some tremendous things happening. And let's start with we have a show coming up next week with Robbie Underwood, who is the Oliver Springs Historical Society's chairman, founder, president, happens to also be a friend of mine's um, father-in-law, which is a coincidence, but he invited you to come speak about your best-selling novel, <laughs> best downloaded novel in the world um, called Murder Will Out. So talk about that. Well, that it was a, quite an honor. We, I've been invited since I've uh, written uh, Murder Will Out, which is a local murder story that occurred in 1921. 
and it's free download if you go to the housing hour it's all over the place there you can easily find it it's free download i've had about seven thousand downloads so far awesome. and i've been invited to the historical societies you know in anderson county and um roan county morgan county and also the last one was oliver springs historical society where i met robbie underwood who is an incredible historian all of those people down there, there's about 60 maybe 60 wow. people down there uh ready to listen to my um mm -hmm. presentation on the story so it really went well he was fantastic and very interesting as you say the renaissance man so you might want to explain to him why this guy is uh what he is and and some of his connections yeah coincidentally his i guess it's his niece is janelle arthur who is the famous american idol contestant that finished number three i think it was i can't remember Maybe, yeah it's in the top five i think yeah, i think she was in the top five just a tremendous country singer and robbie who is going to be joining us next week right here on the housing hour live on facebook as well as periscope he is going to um, be a really interesting guest but he is very musically um, inclined but he also has a, an inventor's mind as well um, he just randomly created one of the first um, camera devices where you could have a movie feel to your camera as it rolls across landscape when you're filming um, a, a film, a, a movie. I mean, I love that idea. I mean, he was doing that like 10 years ago. That's just a little offshoot. Um, he's also, you know, very involved in his church. And I remember Chris telling me that, uh, which is my friend Chris, um, telling me that he, you know, has always been musically inclined and, you know, creating songs, writing songs. I believe he's written songs as well for Janelle, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but then he created this um, Oliver Springs Historical Society, you know, who just randomly picks up and, and starts a, a historical society. I don't know. You he has maybe. so many. He, yeah, <laughs> maybe. But uh, he has a, a lot of talents. But to, as he was and really got into the story, I mean, mm -hmm. he said he's read it three times. Yeah. He had all the things printed out, all the maps and all the uh, photos that I had in the book all printed out on these large formats. And, uh, and at the end of the show, you know, he mentioned that he was a um, docudrama uh, video. That's right. That's right. Yes, this is all. Awesome. So I told him, hey, let's do a, a docudrama on this, you know, story. That is be, that is awesome. Because so for those of you help. who don't know, for those, and I can't barely see half of you on on the I'm, that's out on purpose. Okay, um, but for those of you who don't know, um, just to give you a little background on what we're talking about, the the book that he's speaking to, it happened in the community. It was called um, Robertsville at the time. I would assume is that's that where the murder actually. That's occurred. where the murder. It actually started occurred. on Cumberland Avenue and State Streets right here in Knoxville. Right. Goes up to Clinton and mm -hmm. then moved through to. Um, uh, the Robertsville area, which is now Oak Ridge. And the, the interesting thing about that story, and many different interesting things about that story, is that it all occurred in in modern-day Oak Ridge, which is a community that we serve. Mark is the manager in that community. And it was one of those stories that just, don't want to say it went untold, certainly it did in its time, but it was absolutely one of the most, and was the most horrific crimes that had ever occurred in Anderson County at the time. Was it Roan County or Anderson County? It's well, around it was, the border, it was, I guess, isn't it? It started right in Anderson County mm -hmm. and continued on. And what's what's really fascinating mm -hmm. is in the story, after the murder occurred on top of Black Oak Ridge, which is right there at the hilltop, if mm -hmm. anybody knows, right near West Outer Drive. My friend right Chad there. Tarwater it was right in his backyard. I think he's listening, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Chad, it was right there <laughs> next to you. Yeah. But uh, after they completed this horrendous act in this sand pit area, they took 
took their Chandler 6 uh, 1921 uh, automobile and took it into Oliver Springs. They stopped at somewhere in Oliver Springs. Now, when I was in the Oliver Springs Historical Society and I was telling them this part, that the, star, the car stopped and gassed up, they looked at me and said, this location that they were in was, they think, the only gas station in Oliver Springs at that time. Hmm. So the car probably stopped right where we were uh, having our meeting and gassed up before they continued on to Oakdale to commit their second heinous act, which is a robbery attempt. Bank robbery attempt. Which it was a failed attempt. Failed attempt. Um, But, you know, this happened in 1922, this book that Mark um, wrote. And at the time, if if everybody has has read, or if you haven't, go to thehousinghour.com. You can actually download it for free um, just today only for the next hour. No, I'm (laughs) kidding. Um, But if you you read that... um, at the time, there was there was papers from all across the United States, specifically, yeah. you know, like in the eastern part of the United States and California, were, in California, that were writing about this this this, this murder, murder that occurred in in this um, area. And but anyway, um, it was on record, and I want to give away the whole story because it's an interesting read, very interesting. Um, it was the the first and last time that three people or four four, four people were executed. On the same day, and that is in a Tennessee. Dark, that is a dark history record that Tennessee actually holds, and they um, executed them in Old Smoky. Yeah, it was Old Smoky in the uh, penitentiary, the mm-hmm. Nashville State Penitentiary, which mm-hmm. is a historical place right now, and they're trying to save and um, you know keep it from further decay but Mm -hmm. uh, the green mile was filmed at the state penitentiary in in nashville and a couple of other movies were filmed there and the um the death house is where these four guys were held and the execution chamber was right next door to the cells where they were holding and they called the chair the electrical chair at that time some knew the later version of the chair is old sparky this one was called old smoky and you can probably imagine why Mm. And if you're because cells, of the balls, smoky. yeah, exactly. No, that wasn't it. No, that wasn't okay. it. But uh, right next to that uh, chamber were the cells, and and those guys got to see their buddies. Um, a side note to this: Mark um, did an amazing research on this. I mean, he he was in different counties. He was oh, yeah. researching the and Tennessee. all these historical societies helped me. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. When it wasn't just all you, no, it wasn't just I all me. And, and you, you helped. Yeah, I right. found the poem. Right. Um, but anyway, um, he did a lot of research for this, and he even found the ten- which is where you got most of your data was from the Tennessee Supreme Court's ruling that upheld the lower court's decision to that's right. it was to just- not stay the execution and well it was the governor then the appeals court and then the tennessee supreme court it's kind of the chain of command it was it was the tennessee supreme court and went to the governor's desk at the last moment for a stay of execution and he said no right and he had an incredible sentence that is at the very beginning of the book i would recommend you going to check that out because it it was so it was a pretty profound sentence alf taylor was the 34th president uh governor of the state of tennessee he could have been president maybe but uh which is the whole other story about (laughs) alf and how he used to they used to run campaigns which is oh my goodness i I need to write a book i need to write something on that it was like a circus alf taylor and robert taylor um they were uh the governors of tennessee you know at different Mm -hmm. periods of 
of time, but they were brothers, and they ran a campaign that was is historically famous. It was called the War of the Roses, but they were the best of friends, and part of their campaign was going around the country and playing fiddles and singing songs, and people loved them. I would have <laughs> loved to have had a GoPro back then. Yeah. We could have recorded that. It would have been like a circus tent, I'm sure. <laughs> it would have been like a revival for those politically interested. Right. Um, but the whole story has so many different dynamic pieces to it, and you know, backing up even a step farther or back from that, it all started when Mark did the story on the 70th birthday oh, that's right. of Oak Ridge Pool. Um, I know that there's been many of us who have swam in that huge, massive pool. And An some acre. may not realize, realize this, but that's actually a spring-fed pool um, that has been around for many years. And long time ago, the Emory Trail ran right by there, and that was a watering hole um, kind of place for the um, guys to stop and let their um, their horses yeah, everybody Drink. refreshed from this little Yeah, and there was area. there was a little problem because there was a, a creek that ran right through and they built the Pillar Bridge, which is still there today. Right. It's a historical place. You can see the sign. So, um, Chad, you can take Hayden over there and show him when 1919 was that the Wildcats. 1919, uh, the Rock Pillar Bridge was built, and that was old Highway 61 wow. went across there. So, in this story, those guys went right next to this uh, – Oak Ridge Pool. That's so anyway. awesome. Well, we are running down um, on our first segment. We'll try to get Periscope work, working. It's continuing to say initializing video stream, so we'll try to fix that. I see some questions maybe coming in, but we'd love for you guys to engage with us. If you have any questions about housing, about our community, about how to get approved for a mortgage loan, we would absolutely love to tackle that. And we're going to continue this conversation right here on the Housing Hour. On behalf of Mortgage Investors Group, we want to thank you for stopping by. And we'll be right, right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. We want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this show is brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com. 1-800-489-8910. If you're thinking about maybe buying a house, I mean, look at it outside. It's Mm. absolutely beautiful. The dogwoods and other plants that I don't know what the names of them are. Red buds. Red buds. They're blooming. Um, It's really incredible. And my allergies are so much better. Look, I don't look like Bart Simpson's grandfather. You know what's funny (laughs) about that? That was a great line. I cracked up when I read that on Facebook. (laughs) What's funny about that is actually CBS Sports um, posted a picture of Bart Simpson's grandfather today. Haven't heard about him in years, although The Simpsons has been on air for like 20 plus years. Mm. But they posted a picture of Bart Simpson's grandfather, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. But anyway, we're gonna continue back in the show here. Um, So we started talking about our upcoming shows. Um, First of all, for those of you who have never heard of The Housing Hour, that's shocking to me, but if you haven't, um, let me just tell you guys what what we do here. We started The Housing Hour 2011 because we wanted to have an interesting show that we could bring in information to our communities. And we want to do that because it's important to Mortgage Investors Group. So 
um, Chrissy Ray, the owner of our company, came to me and said, hey, well, what did you think about starting up a radio show? She had a friend who was at the time over at 100.3, I think it was, WNOX, mm-hmm. and um, we launched our, our show um, in November of 2011. I quickly realized that this was not something that I could do on my own. Um, it was just really difficult because booking the guests, coming up with topics, you know, being able to manage the whole thing. I was I was pretty good at the talking part, but I wasn't so good at the detail part. And my wife can tell you that's continued for for the last however many years. So um, now Mark is my radio wife. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but and I can't stand you. How does Pam do hey, it? Hey, <laughs> it's it, you know what art in, imitating life. Yeah. Um, but we have we have really I think developed. A, gr- a great show with rich content that is, I think, user-friendly. We're trying to make that more user-friendly, but it gives you the ability to hear topics that are topical to our area. And, you know, for instance, the show that we did with Mark, you know, he wrote that book. It's very interesting. We've had, I mean, how many downloads have you had? On About seven. It's getting 7, close to 7,000. And we've had well over 400,000 listens on our podcast, but people care about our community. You know, we've had um, Senator Bob Corker. We've had John Duncan, the, the um, state representative. Uh, we've had a variety of guests that you would know on the national scene. Um, we had Inky Johnson, who's going to be our guest, and we'll be talking about that in a moment. Just an amazing person. We've had Mayor Rojero. We've had Tim Burchett. So we try to keep the show not just informative, but have interesting guests as well. And we have Mark every week as well. So yeah. that's always well, that's, a great addition. Oh, wow, that's addition. worth coming in. So that's just to give you a little bit of an insider's look on the on the story behind the housing hour and what we do, how we do it, and we've evolved significantly. We were for for many years, I say many years, but for a couple of years we were at WNOX, then we shifted gears and we went to News Talk 98.7, and now we have found the home that we will always, I believe, be as long as they'll keep us. Um, we found a great situation right over here at Joy 620, also Talk 760, and also 92.3 Yes, on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., Yeah, I think. well, they run 92.3 through the week. It's yeah. a great, strong radio signal on the yes. FM dial. If you're in Knoxville, it's definitely good. But for the Jeremy Livesays and the Todd Browns, for the other people who are joining us, you can find us statewide. Um, just on thehousinghour.com. That's so it. you can find us the there. The treasure trove. The treasure trove of information. So we were also um, about probably 2011 as well. We started to see the business of our company shift, and we wanted to do way more engaging with the people who we do business with. Because um, over the last 26 years, we've had the great benefit of having over 100,000 clients. And we've done over $15 billion worth of home loans. And so we have a lot of people who have given us their trust, and we take that very seriously. And we don't want to just talk at you. We want to talk with you, and we want to bring relevant information. And so that's what we're doing. So um, next week, on the housing hour, we have Robbie. Yes. and But then yes, the week after next, do the introduction because the in two weeks, we have an incredible show. Yes, we do. Very, and we had, very topical. We had um, Monty Burke, I think. What was his name? Monty Burke. Yes. And from he, from yes, Nashville. From Nashville. He came on, and the, the whole thing that we were doing, and this was an important piece of, of our, our – Monty Burke was his name um, – an important piece of what we're doing is when um, – we had that huge tragedy. It was Xavion Dobson who was murdered um, trying to save the two young girls. 
and their story and how he protected them. And this happened right here in our community. And it really began this outcry um, of people who were wanting to know why, but also what can we do to help? What can we do to try to give back to our community, to plug in young adults, young children, young people, to get them the support and the help that they needed. So it started up this this huge, not debate maybe, but um, discussion. And so they had the the big forum out at, um, I guess it was, uh, was it Fulton High School? I think that's right. Yeah, and they just won the state title, and they did it for Xavion Dobson in basketball. So congratulations mm-hmm. to them. But it began this discussion, and, you know, we wanted very much to help people to figure out what is available in this area. So part of that is we had um, a couple of people. What was the name of the people that we had just a couple of weeks ago? It was a after-school program. Oh, Yoke. Yoke, that they actually bring mentors to the schools, which I couldn't believe that they do that. And they mentor. Go back up and let me get his name. Um, that's not that's not the one. Let me I'll find it. They they allow for people to come into their school and have after school programs, and they mentor these young young adults, and they have games, but they also have a biblical lesson at the end of every single one. Jonathan Haskell with Yolk. So he came in, and you know he was actually at that forum at Fulton, and he was able to add some to the conversation because his whole point is, hey, we have a whole bunch of people on this side of the room that are saying we need help, and we have a whole bunch of people on this other side of the room that are saying we have help. We want to plug in with you. So he wants to become a bigger part of, of that dialogue and try to bridge the gap because Yolk is an example of that. We need more volunteers. They need more help. And then we also had Emerald Youth Foundation as well. That was great. And the guy's name is an interesting name, John Crooks. And John, I'm sure you're listening and watching right now, but what a dynamic guy, really smart individual, um, but really cares about the community. Um, Emerald Youth Foundation, I mean, how much more can you say about that? Mm. That's an amazing organization. And their whole philosophy is to help kids have something to do after school, to build a sports program that can um, really benefit our youth, not just in the inner city, but also all around our great city and community. And so all across the state, there's these type of programs. Emerald Youth Foundation happens to be Knoxville, but there are these type of programs all throughout our state. But theirs is important because they offer the mentorship, and I think that's one of the missing pieces in our communities. Well, well, it is, and most of these, uh, including Yoke, try to get that mentorship and reach out to these kids, but that's what they need, and all of these uh, organizations need volunteers. So anybody with the heart and passion and ministry to reach out and be a part of this, I mean— there's opportunities galore and they're all keyed into churches so Mm -hmm. they're all tied in so if you're part of a a good strong community church you need to reach out some yeah because jonathan said he'd like this is the gentleman at yoke jonathan haskell um, who used to be at the salvation army coincidentally but his goal is to have each one local church to sponsor one school which would be a great thing to happen because then we have all these interconnected schools with a church that's teaching um, from really helping people to understand what the Bible is about, which is really, if you want to know the truth, the energy with what we need to live all of our lives by because it's an instruction manual. So if you want to know how to live and why to live the way we live um, as a Christian, then the Bible is where we go, and they're trying to teach those biblical 
principles, which is probably missing at most schools. No, it is missing at most schools. So we're going to continue this conversation on the housing hour. We're going to continue to, we're going to talk a little bit more about that show that we're going to have in two weeks on April 5th. And then we have another show just a couple of days after that, and we're going to talk to THDA. So we're going to continue unpacking for you the upcoming month on the housing hour right here, right now, live from Facebook, Periscope, maybe we'll see you right after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host, and I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us and being here with us. Um, we're excited about not only this show, but hopefully about a future in um, the video piece. And it's 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 challenging. I'll tell you what, you know, is is as inclined as I am with with technology, trying to figure out what format is best, getting it to work is is very very difficult. So we're working on that. We're going to have it get better. You may not even be able to see us on Facebook. We don't know, honestly. Um, but we're going to have it better. We're going to have Periscope going. We're going to have fully charged batteries. We're going to have microphones. We're going to have all kinds of stuff so that you'll be able to interact with us. Um, so before we got off a break, um, and let me tell you also, guys, how this show is possible. It's the Mortgage Investors Group. Um, Mortgage Investors Group is the company that we both work for. Mark is the um, director of operations, if you will, of the Oak Ridge branch. And um, he's the manager there um, but he does a lot for them he supports them he does what we do in all of our other 23 branches and um, he does a great job at that so he works in the Oak Ridge branch and I work at the home office as the director of business development and mortgage investors group has been around for a long time and they plug in people who are looking to realize the American dream with the money they need to buy that home so if you need a home loan, if you'd like to get pre-qualified, if you'd like to learn more about our company, go to MIGonline.com. You can review all of the loan types that we offer. You can review our executive staff. You can review all of our loan officers. You can go learn more about Mark as well. Um, but you can also go to thehousinghour.com for that. And we'd love for you to do that. You can look at the host bios. And he's our co-host, and he also does birthday parties as well for people. No, you do the birthday parties, um, but we like having fun. And so that was a little bit more about MIG, MIGonline.com. But then I wanted to talk about the show that we have. Um, we have Inky Johnson and Madeline Rojero, um, and it's going to be a part of what we've been, the theme we've been talking about. And I think it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a, a very strong show. And and I have to say the mayor's office was ex- extremely um excited about doing it so they when i reached out to them they were quick to respond when they heard inky johnson was going to be on it they said absolutely let's find the date they called me a couple of times because we had a little conflict in dates on our end Mm -hmm. and uh they said no we'll just rebook this so um uh, look forward to that and i hope inky can make it in for it because inky is just absolutely dynamic and i noticed that on inspirations with his mortgage investors group driven um presentation from inky johnson 
the uh, number of plays on SoundCloud from Inky oh, Johnson yeah. is is really off the roof. And guess what? Yeah. You know, the number one plays on SoundCloud right now for for our shows are all related to Inky Johnson. That's true. It's it is. It's he does a great job. And if you haven't listened to Inspirations, you can find it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on migonline.com. You can also find it on inkyjohnson.com as well, and you can um, listen to those. And they're always so inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. And he does a great job. Um, and he touches on so many different aspects of life. And if you know Inky Johnson, if you've ever heard him speak, you know that this is a man of God. You know this is a man who has been through a lot in his life, somebody who has really given us hope that you can face anything in your life. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what you go through. He just gives you that hope that things can be better. Things are always going to get better if you just keep hanging on. I was watching last night, actually, one of his talks, and it was um, revolving around Robertsville Junior High School when he went to Robertsville, and MIG sponsored that talk. Mm -hmm. And it's in Oak Ridge. Um, We do Knoxville as well, not just Oak Ridge. Mm -hmm. But it was a great talk that he gave. And he was just talking about not giving up, you know. And he was saying, if you are in school, I know that if you want to make straight A's, that you can make straight A's. You can you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to play sports, you can play sports. You cannot give up. Don't give up. Don't ever, ever give up. And it was very much like that Jim Valvano speech that he gave in the ESPYs some many years ago, but with an inky spin on it, it was tremendous. It was absolutely tremendous. You can you can easily find it on YouTube if you um, talk about Inky Johnson talking about commitment. And he said in that, that speech, he said that commitment is keeping your word long after the mood that you made it in has left. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Uh, and so true. It's so true because we all want to be committed, and commitment is something easy to do verbally, but it's later when you after you commit, how long are you going to keep that commitment? Is it going to stay with you? And he, he gives us that. Well, he, he's such a talent, and his, his points are so direct, and, uh, and it hits you. So I don't know what it is, but every time that I hear him, it mm-hmm. seems like he's talking to me specifically. Yeah. So. And I knew of Inky Johnson for many years um, just because I'm a huge Tennessee fan. I mean, I'm an enormous Tennessee fan, um, as is Mark. He sits mm. over in O, row 12, has mm. since he was playing the trumpet or whatever you played. At, um, as on, a marching band, on as the marching a pride band. of the Southland. He was down on the field playing – on on the field, which mm-hmm. I'm jealous about that, but that's okay. Um, but anyway, I've known about Inky Johnson. Me and Mark both were at the Air Force game um, where he um, almost died. Yeah. Um, but but Mark was the guy who introduced me to him because you reached out to him, found him, yeah, invited found him, him to the show, and he came on and gave one of the most powerful testimonies I've ever heard. It was an hour long, chuck full of just amazing inspiration. And it's all on the website if you wanted to pull up Inky Johnson, all of our interviews that we've had yep. with him. He's really and can good. they just go to the housinghour.com and, and search? I have a great search bar. So you just go in and type in Inky and you'll pull up everything that we have on. And that's I-N-K-Y if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, but that was how we were introduced to him. So we're going to have him on with Madeline Rojero in two weeks. And we want to talk and we want to just, you know, have a, a really a frank discussion about um, race relations in our city. Not just that, but talk about, you know, what are things that we, just a common Knoxvillian, Tennessean, American, what can we do individually, corporately, um, whatever, as a church body, uh, what can we do to try to help 
And that help might mean and mean many different things to many different people. But I think Madeline uh, Mayor O'Hara, who's been on our show, she we were the very first radio interview that she gave after she won the election. But I think she'll add a lot to the dialogue. Well, she and she's excited about doing it. So yeah. I, I know that she's felt some of that uh, pushback in the community and in in relations. And mm-hmm. so I think she might have something to say about that. Yeah, pretty and, strongly. And and you know one of the one of the the keystones to Inky Johnson is is self responsibility, and he doesn't pass blame on anyone for anything that's ever happened to him in his life. And I think that that's going to probably be a theme of the show because it's not just that we want to ask for government to bail us out, bail us out, bail us out. You know, anybody with a little bit of just common sense would say, you know, if you bail us out, bail us out, bail us out, hand out, hand out, hand out, we can't do it for ourselves. We become dependent on somebody else helping us get out of the situation that we're in. And Inky Johnson you know, coming from a place in Atlanta and going to a high school that was named basically dubbed Crime High. Right. Here's a guy who graduated, has a master's degree from Tennessee, had the loss of the use of his right arm, which he used obviously to write, had to learn how to, to use his left hand, didn't let any of those barriers stop him. The fact that he came from such a place you know, so he talks about self-responsibility and accountability. I think that's really a key. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting when you watch him talk to so many different types of um, uh, people out in the audience. He, cha- he can change that on a dime. And uh, when I saw him talk to the Oak Ridge football team, it was so incredibly how he just kind of reached out. And, and I told him afterwards, it, you could watch the players. When they first came in, probably some of them, most of them, might not have ever heard of Inky. They were sitting back in their seats, kind of slacking down in their chairs. Yeah. But as he started talking, you could see them start to put their feet underneath the chairs and their bodies started to move forward. And by the end of the of the discussion, they were on the edge of their seats with wide eyes so it's just a powerful impacting man and if you look at the video that i just spoke about all you have to do is go to youtube and google or uh, youtube if you will um inky johnson speaks on commitment that it's actually will come it'll come right up and it's exactly what you're talking about and you can see these kids they they get so engaged with what he's talking about um, it's amazing what what he can do. So that's going to be a great show. We'd love for you to tune into that. It's going to be on April fifth, and then it will air again April seventh, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Um, live at five is what we have. not live at five. That's not what it's called. Drive at five. <laughs> Drive at five. You can say it whatever you <laughs> like. Kind of live at five now, but um, <clears throat> and then also Saturday as well. And go to thehousinghour.com. If you scroll down to the bottom, you can see all the times that our show airs, and it is uh, several times. Per week that we bring you the housing hour so we're thankful for that and for all of our sponsors um so we're gonna after we get from back from this break we're gonna talk a little bit about our show with thda which is gonna be awesome and for anybody that's out here listening i know for a fact that five or six um people that you know need this thda loan because mark are you're not did you fall off the board at this this stage or are you still no on, no i'm still on the still advisory on the board. board for he's THDA on the advisory advisory board for THDA and he's got two loan officers that does do a lot of THDA loans and we do a lot of THDA loans we're going to talk about that after these messages right here on the housing hour
Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And it's hard times when it's long days And the enemy is right up in your face When your back's against the ropes And your feet Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Thank you guys. We're fighting the good fight here on the Housing Hour and we are so thankful for the opportunity to come in today and speak with you either through Facebook. We have 700, 800 viewers. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's just like blowing the roof off. I think we may have broke Facebook. We got to talk to Mark Zuckerberg. He's texted me a couple of times to ask me to take it down. We're not going to do that. We're going to be rebels. But right here with me is Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Been with Mortgage Investors Group for what? 23 that's crazy. A lot of years. When he started, it was Heath Schuler's senior year, I mm. believe, at the University of Tennessee. Was it really? Yeah. He finished second in the Heisman. He finished that's second right. in the Heisman, not fourth, which is what I thought for whatever reason. And I saw Benji Schuler, his brother, at uh, at a, a golf tournament. And I said, didn't um, didn't Heath finish fourth in the Heisman? He said, no, he finished second. I Heath kinda, Manning finished second. Yeah, he did. Heisman. And so did Heath Schuler. That's an un, that's a very unknown that's fact. That's incredible, isn't it? It's really incredible. Um, but Heath Schuler was an amazing, amazing quarterback. So anyway, the Housing Hour is brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group. We want you guys to know that you can go to thehousinghour.com. You can learn about us, our show. You can listen to past shows. You can now watch our show as well. Um, and we'll have those up for you to be able to um, to digest and to listen to. And just we hope that you want to share it with friends and family. We love that. And in a couple of weeks, a few weeks down the road, I know we have THDA coming on. You'll yeah. talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have Jack Feldman of Clayton Inspection Service Is coming, he coming back. back. So he's oh, got some Jack. he's got some crazy home inspection photos that he he takes and shares with us and this would be about this third or fourth show with us yeah. where he brings his top 10 picks for the last year i think and somehow we have to figure out how we can show them to our viewers um as well maybe we'll hold up a phone or something we'll figure it out um yeah maybe we'll print yeah. out the picture and we can show it yeah um but anyway i can just true. post them on facebook as we're talking about it yeah true but then they won't be able to watch it live on their stream but oh. we'll figure it out technology is just one of those things it's always expanding and it's wonderful we love it absolutely love it um and then so that's going to be awesome with jack feldman we're looking forward to that and then we're also going to have um on april 7th we're going to have thda tennessee has always made Made it an important piece of the puzzle that we want to make sure that we take care of first-time homebuyers. First-time homebuyers has always been a vital part of our business, and it doesn't matter, you know, what we're doing. Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tonkin, who mm-hmm. created our company in 1989, have always focused on first-time homebuyers. And so that's one of the things that we focused on it because of their vision. And guess what? We've fought for 13 straight years. We have been the number one THDA first-time homebuyer program, which is amazing because, you know, it's a program that's fantastic, Mark. It's, it's, and it's vital to our community. Yeah. I mean, because there's not everybody can do RD-type loans or conventional loans, whatever the type, and we've got them all, folks. That's so right. whatever you need, you need, just need to call us and we can help you out. But THDA, first-time homebuyers, is a great program. And amazingly, we are the number one residential lender in the entire state of Tennessee. In addition to that, we're the number one THDA lender and we're the number one USDA lender. So if you want to work with somebody who knows how the process works and is a trusted advisor and has a reputation for taking care of people and doing the right thing, 
which is a keystone of our company, then please, please, I beg of you to come learn more about us. I think you will not be unhappy with our service. You can go to thehousinghour.com to learn more about us. You can go to migonline.com to learn about Mortgage Investors Group and what we can offer you. We have offices from Memphis to the Tri-Cities and everywhere in between. So again, on behalf of Mark Griffith, our executive producer, Dave in there mixing the radio for us, and me, Kevin Ray, your host, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on The Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. It feels like we're in the dead of winter.